0: Hey guys, welcome out to Psychology Hacks once again. Today we're gonna to be taking step two in the NLP series and we're gonna be talking about some of the programs that your brain runs on. Now, I'm not an NLP trainer or certified or anything like that. I just have a passion for doing research into psychology and applying what I find in order to improve my life. And after doing this for a couple of years, I wanna take the time to teach other people some of the things that have helped me. I just love understanding the brain, how to maximize its potential. And like I said, I've been doing this for a couple of years and I've had just massive results in my life. So I wanted to start giving back a little bit. I want to start teaching other people. And NLP is one of the ways that I've done it. Uh, It's not the only one, but it, it is it is a big one. A lot of what I talk about here um, I've used for a couple of years. It's had a really powerful impact on the way that I live and work. And I get really tired of the, the podcast, the shows, the books. That they, they just teach like the vague theory, you know, like, and it's basically useless outside of a classroom. It's good if you're trying to pass a test, but it doesn't actually help you in the real world. So that's what I'm trying to do different here in this podcast. is explain it in a way that's applicable. And so I make it my mission to find what works, test it, and then present it back here, guys. And NLP is, is definitely one of my favorite topics because understanding it is like having a user's manual for your brain, essentially. But like a manual, the knowledge by itself is useless. But if you take time, if you take the time to apply the information that you have, um, that you'll you'll have the tools that you'll need to accomplish really anything that you want. And I'm drawing on quite a few resources for this whole series. Um, the primary ones I'm just gonna I'll give them to you here: uh, a couple books, NLP: The Essential Guide, NLP: The New Technology of Achievement. There's a couple different Tony Robbins books, um, and then Teach Yourself Essential Neuro Linguistic Programming. Those are the main books that I'm drawing on. There's 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 more, but Honestly, if you if you look into any of those, you'll probably find most of the information that I'm giving you here. Uh, this is just a little more condensed and straightforward. So let's get into it. Uh, our brains, they use something called meta programs, M-E-T-A programs. Uh, they do this to organize information. And I'm going to explain what, what exactly this is in a couple seconds. But there's so much information coming at us at any time. If we didn't filter out most of it, we would, we would never be able to function. And as we grow up, we start to unconsciously use different mes- methods of processing this information. Sometimes these methods are beneficial and sometimes they hold us back, but they all work in one sense or another, otherwise we wouldn't use them. Uh, so, But that that it working might be a um, a misinterpretation. We might think that it worked and it's actually given us a negative return. And, and since we don't realize that we're doing this, the problem is that most adults never take the time to analyze the programs that they use and since they don't analyze them, they never make the conscious decision whether or not they're actually useful. So that's what we're going to do today. I'm going to break down a couple of them, the most common ones, and then we're going to talk about what they are a little bit. And then I'll give you the tools that you guys need to kind of change them or evaluate them. But there's a couple of reasons why you want to understand what these programs are. And again, I'm going to explain it in a couple of seconds, so just bear with me. But first of all, you need, to, you need to understand them, one, to decide if you want to change the ones that you have. Two, uh, using them, you can motivate yourself much better. You can understand what drives you personally, uh, what gets you excited, what gets you going, and what also slows you down. And three, you want to be able to use these so that you can recognize the programs that other people are using. Okay? Because when you understand how other people are using them, you're basically understanding how they're communicating with themselves. And the better you understand how they communicate with themselves, the better you get at communicating with them. So... These programs are filters and they and the filters only allow in certain information. So they control basically how you see the world. They're these big overarching beliefs that you have about life. I'm gonna give you some examples so you understand what they are. And again, these are the ones that are pretty consistently used in every book that I've read about this. So the first one we're talking about is towards versus away from belief. Okay. And for this one, this essentially are you motivated more by something that's driving you forward, do you are you moving towards something that you want or do you usually move away from something that you don't want? And everything essentially comes down to pain and pleasure in this context. You're either moving away from pain or towards pleasure. Now both people or excuse me anybody is going to be motivated by both of these, okay? If you if your options are, you know, if you go to down the right path and it's, it's painful and you go down the left path then it's it's great, you only need one of those things. You don't need both. You don't need the left one to be good to go down it. You probably just avoid the painful one, right? Vice versa. Everyone's going to be affected more by one than the other. Okay. So for me, it's, it's pleasure. I, I, I sometimes move away from pain, but honestly, I'm so lazy. Honestly, I, I will sit there and just let things happen if it's just mildly inconvenient. As long as it's not too serious, I probably won't really run away from pain. But I will do a lot to get things that I want. A lot of people are just the opposite. They will do anything to keep the status quo. they don't want anything to change. they don't want any kind of difficulties. and so that's what motivates them. So start finding how you apply these in your life what what you tend towards doing, okay? Next one we're going to talk about the next meta program is internal versus external. and this is uh, for thinking about this one, just imagine. Do you feel successful when other people say that you are and when you have certain things? Or do you feel successful when you meet internal criteria that makes you feel a certain way, okay? Internal versus external. Some people, they, they consider themselves the, the luckiest, most successful, abundant, you know, wealthiest people out there. And they really don't have a whole lot of stuff, but they're, they're very content because of how they feel on the inside. And then there's people that are extremely materialistic and they don't feel good if they're not getting attention, if they don't have things. And the thing with this is it's not, one's not better than the other. None of these programs are necessarily better than the other. Okay. They're, they all have their different pros and cons and it's, it's good that people have a, a, a mixture of these because it balances out and creates more uh, diversity in the way that we live our lives. But this is one that I see tripping up a lot of people is because they, they get really fixated on those external rewards. And you might be an internal, an internally driven person, but still focused on external things. Uh, but it, it is something to consider. And at the end of this, we're gonna talk about, after I go through some of these more important ones, I'm gonna talk about how you can change them very briefly. But moving on the next program. Again, as you're listening to this, try to figure out which one applies to you. And if you, if you don't know right off the bat, that's totally fine. But you should definitely take the time to figure this out because these programs, this is how you see the world. This is how you're going to interpret information. So moving back to um, the, the internal versus external thing. If I am surrounded by all sorts of um, things that people tell me I should have if I'm successful but I don't feel successful, that's going to create a huge conflict in me. And a lot of people that leads to like depression and you know, even suicide sometimes, but at the very least, they, this, this sense of dissonance because they're, they have what they're supposed to have to be successful, but they don't feel successful because they're not feeding into that, um, to, to that sense of their, their meta program. They're not feeding into that. They have an internal drive. And since they're not feeding that, they're not giving it what it needs, they don't feel fulfilled. And so it's very important to understand, it might not seem like this is a big deal, but the, these programs, they really shape the direction that you take. Somebody who is, you know, towards uh, towards from personality versus away from, is going to make totally different decisions when it comes down to, um, say, a career choice. You know, if they're, if they're looking ahead at the, the, the possibilities versus what they're looking ahead at you know, all the, the pain that's going to come from it. It's extremely important to understand why, because just because you feel this way, just because you believe this way, does not mean that it's the most effective solution at the time. It doesn't mean that just because you're looking at it and think, oh, wow, like this is, I'm moving towards something I really want. You're looking at something and realizing, hey, this is really going to suck if I don't do this, or if I do do this, I don't want to do it because you you, and you move away from that pain when in reality moving through that pain is actually very beneficial because you you need to push through it because there's something good on the other side that's going to make you much better off and again it's not that you have to completely change that about yourself but it is important to be able to understand that hey this is just a belief that i have this isn't necessarily true so we're moving on where are we at self 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 versus other um, and this is pretty straightforward. Are you typically centered on yourself? Are you self-centered, or are you focused on pleasing others? And that really shouldn't be too hard to figure out. It it, it might be. It wasn't for me. I I am very very clearly um selfish. Like it's not necessarily that I am selfish, but I I don't ever really spread myself thin for other people. I pretty much am always like no no like this. These are my limits, and if it doesn't serve me in some way shape or form, I'm not going to do it. And I mean it, it's serving me might be in the sense of like, Oh, I'm doing something nice for a friend. It doesn't mean I'm totally selfish. It just means that I don't really feel all that fulfilled doing things for other people, but I do feel very fulfilled when I take a lot of time for myself and do things that make me feel good. Some people are total opposite. Some people love to serve. It just depends. Again, neither one is right or wrong. Next program is options versus procedures. And this is, do you like having a lot of options? Um, or do you like having the tried and true procedures? The way that I always look at this is, do you like being, are you more of an entrepreneur, that like an inventor, somebody that likes to go out and do new things and doesn't wanna be limited? Or do you, are you, someone who's more of, say, an accountant? You know, They know exactly what to do, it's the same thing every single time. You have these procedures that are very laid out. Again, neither one's right or wrong, pros and cons to each, okay? Um, looking at another one, general versus specific. Again, big picture or details like what do you tend to focus on and then the next one is matching versus mismatching so do you look at the similarities and things or the differences and things okay and again i i could go i can go on about these for a, a good while but we're going to wrap it up here there's a lot more take the time to figure out which one of these you use if anything in particular stood out to you just remember that like you don't have to listen to the whole episode again but if you if you pick up two or three and you understand yourself better like i mean that's that's it was worth listening to the, to the show also again these these programs are completely malleable they're changeable if you realize that you're using one and it's not working for you whether in general or just at a specific time you can change it okay and they're actually probably going to change on their own anyway they they, they can change usually it usually takes a, a long time and they just change slowly or it's some kind of dramatic event that just completely shakes your understanding of reality and you're like, oh, wow, like, okay, I was wrong about everything I thought I knew, all right? So they they are learned behaviors, means that they can be unlearned. Disclaimer, you want to be careful when you change anything this serious because this is literally the way that you view life and changing something that big can have a lot of unforeseen consequences They could be good or bad, but just, you know, take it with, you know, proceed with caution. If you realize that you are seeing the world in a very negative way, and then you have some evidence to believe that, hey, maybe I'm wrong about this, and the world is actually not that bad of a place. I'm focusing on the bad things. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's a good time to change. But if you also, but if you're a, a detail-oriented person and you want to change from that specific to a general kind of program, and your whole career is built around something that's like very detailed. Um, maybe you're a lawyer or something like you have to look at those details and then you suddenly change how you view everything you're like no, no, no I'm looking at the general stuff well you might also have to find a new job you you might have to do something different if that if you're drastically changing the way that your brain functions right so just proceed with caution but absolutely if you think that something if you can change something for the better go do it by all means and the episode the last episode that we did I talked about how to play with the sub-modalities of a memory, of a thought, okay? And so all you're going to do to change these is to go think of a situation where one of them applies to you and start identifying those sub-modalities. Start figuring out how exactly um, is this making me feel? What, what qualities of this thought, this memory, um, will stand out to me? And when I tweak them, how does it change? And then you just you basically just you, you use the last episode, it was a N NLP, I think it was an intro to NLP, it was the first one that I did. And you just you're gonna use the same basic techniques and you're gonna think of a situation where you would use the program, the meta program that you want, identify the submodalities, and then just switch them over from the ones that you have to the one that you want. So you imagine that situation where where you respond the way you do now. And then all the things that really stand out to you, you turn those down. You, turn, you make that, you know, dimmer, further away from you, black and white, whatever whatever floats your boat. And then for the one that you do want, you start to raise that brightness. You start to make it louder, more present, more uh, stereo sound, like whatever. You, you just switch them out. Pretty simple. Play with it. Have fun with it. Be careful, but absolutely go improve yourselves. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you soon.